Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Three-star general is now dragging his feet and disobeying a federal judge who ordered to let the cadets be commissioned. Christian nurses win a $10 million lawsuit after punishment, and Vivian Childs has a book in the father's hand. Former Navy chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Three-star general Superintendent Richard Clark of the Air Force Academy is now dragging his feet and disobeying an order by a federal judge. He still has not, to this date, allowed three cadets to be commissioned as second lieutenants after a judge ordered they must be. The Colorado Springs Gazette reports, three cadets who were denied graduation and commissions due to their faith, because of their religion, they were punished, they may soon have reason to celebrate. A preliminary injunction order was granted on July 27th by an Ohio judge, federal judge, Matthew McFarland in a US District Court in Cincinnati that extended the affected group in an injunction he granted in March. Now it's a permanent injunction to 12,000 members of the Air Force and the reserves and the Guard and the Space Force those 12,000 were denied religious exemptions from taking the mandatory vaccine. But now the judge has granted religious freedom and it includes the three cadets at the Air Force Academy. The March order prevented the Air Force from firing or taking any disciplinary action uh, against 18 specific litigants, but then class action status was granted to the entire Air Force. Air Force Academy spokesman Dean Miller confirmed in a statement to the Gazette that Judge McFarland's expanded order does apply to the three cadets who set out their commencement ceremony. You remember we reported, we broke the news, they were denied the right to graduate, but now the Academy is at least admitting the following, quote, based on the submittal date of religious accommodations requested from three cadets in the class of 2022, the injunction does apply to them. The Department of the Air Force will comply with the court order, end quote. So yes, the cadets must be granted religious freedom, but the judge said a little more than that. To be specific, the, the three cadets had been confirmed by a, an Air Force chaplain as all having sincerely held religious beliefs that were being burdened by being forced to take the vaccine, which they had a religious objection to and must have had their request uh, denied. The judge's order reads as follows, quote, defendants shall not refuse to accept for commissioning or enlistment any inductee or appointee due to their refusal to get the COVID-19 vaccine due to their sincerely held religious beliefs. You cannot deny them a commission, said the judge. But then the spokesman, Dean Miller, said to the Gazette something that was confusing. He said, quote, the Secretary of the Air Force has not issued an Air Force decision on recoupment of education costs, end quote. 
In other words, these cadets are still maybe being forced to repay. I think the last number was $162,000 in back scholarship money as punishment for their religion. No, they're not obeying the judge's order. Miller's comment gave former Colorado legislature and Air Force Academy graduate Gordon Klingenschmidt pause, says the Gazette. They quoted me. And, and when asked, why would the Air Force be concerned about whether the cadets would be required to repay their back scholarship money if they were planning to comply with the judge's order? Who is that handsome guy? What? Klingenschmidt, who leads an evangelical ministry in Colorado Springs, said failure to comply with the judge's order would make the Air Force officials hypocrites. Here's how they quoted me, it says, quote, uh, it surprises me that three-star general Richard Clark is dragging his feet about obeying. Respecting religious freedom and conscience is already federal law, end quote, and that's the Gazette. Thank you for that report. Listen, I'm an Air Force Academy graduate. The reason this was interesting to me initially, not just does it have to do with religious freedom, but I attended my own uh, reunion ceremony. This is about a year and a half ago. I was at the Air Force Academy in an auditorium and I confronted at a public microphone, the three-star general Richard Clark, will you defend religious freedom for Air Force Academy cadets who refuse the vaccine? And here's what he said. Uh, and I wonder if you were um, presented with a sincerely held conscience objection on a religious basis, would you personally advocate for a cadet to not be forced to get the vaccine? And would you advocate with the Pentagon or the powers that be to make sure religious freedom is respected as our constitution requires? Thank you, Chaplain, that's a great question. So I'll start out and then Dr. Ustendorf, you, you can hear me out, correct me 100% on this. Short answer is absolutely. And there is a process in place uh, from the Department of Defense that allows us to walk any member, not just a cadet, but any member of the service through a process for either medical exemption or religious exemption. So there you saw him, the three star said, absolutely chaplain, absolutely, I will defend religious freedom because I respect their first amendment rights. Then he did the opposite. And now he's dragging his feet about obeying a federal judge. How can you ask the cadets to obey orders when you yourself, Richard Clark, will not obey the orders of a federal judge? You're the one in disobedience. As long as these cadets remain uncommissioned, you are dragging your feet. And sir, we call for you to resign. That's it. Richard Clark, if you will not obey the federal judge, we're calling for your resignation. Everyone, please call the Air Force Academy switchboard today. The number is 719-333-4141. Again, 719-333-4141. And tell him, commission these cadets. The Bible says this in Revelation 12, these cadets are gonna win, they're gonna overcome, why? They've overcome and conquered him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives even unto death. Let's pray for religious freedom. Would you pray with me? Uh, Father in heaven, we pray for these, especially three cadets, but the, the 12 cadets who were reprimanded, and now the 12,000 that are being granted religious waivers by the judge, God, let it come quickly. Let them all have their reprimands reversed and full commissions, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break, when we come back, nurses win $10 million for having suffered religious discrimination. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. 
We want you to take action today because a three-star general is holding a cadet's religious freedom hostage at the U.S. Air Force Academy. And I want you to take out a pen and paper because we're gonna give you some phone numbers and action points right now because in my alma mater, I'm a graduate of the U.S. Air Force Academy. And when I attended my class reunion last year, I asked Lieutenant General Richard Clark, the three-star general of the Air Force Academy, here's the two of us together, I asked him in front of a crowd of 500 witnesses at our reunion, are you going to protect religious freedom for cadets if they have a sincere religious objection to getting the vaccine? And he answered saying, absolutely, chaplain. Well, now he is breaking that pledge. And we are wondering, why is General Clark refusing the appeal of a cadet? We're gonna call him Cadet X, who has refused the vaccine on religious grounds because he thinks, uh, sincerely held religious beliefs, that it would violate his pro-life Christian views. Well, now that cadet is being administratively separated, threatened with being kicked out of his school. This is wrong. We're asking people to contact General Clark's office and here, write down these phone numbers. Please call General Clark today at 719-333-4141. Again, that's 719-333-4141 and call him again at 4140. Call him twice and it's gotta be during business hours. You have to ask him, will General Clark keep his promise to absolutely defend religious freedom for the cadet who refused the vaccine? After you make those two phone calls, we want you to call us at 866-Obey-God. Press option three and we'll give you a free window decal. I pray for religious freedom. Let's stand up for religious freedom for this cadet. Again, here's the phone number, 719-333-4141. Call them during business hours, get a live person. We'll send you this window sticker if you call 866-Obey-God. We want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians being kicked out of the military. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is now denying the religious exemption waivers of sincerely held religious beliefs. The law says he's got to accommodate, but he's doing the opposite. Now thousands have been discharged. Most recently, the Air Force Academy cadets who were given letters of reprimand and told they will not graduate, and now they have to repay tens of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We're asking you to take a stand with them today by calling this phone number. 703-692-7100. We want you to call the Secretary of Defense office at 703-692-7100. Tell them to stop the religious purge and stop discharging Christians. You then call us at 866-Obey-God, press option three. We'll give you a free window decal. Call us today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. Our next story comes from Epic Times, reports a victory for Christian nurses who were persecuted for their faith. They've now won a $10 million lawsuit after being punished for refusing the vaccine. Christian healthcare workers who sued a hospital over a vaccine mandate are now slated to win a $10 million settlement. According to an agreement filed on July 29th, about a dozen workers in the North Shore University Health System in Illinois filed a lawsuit last October, arguing the facility was illegally denying religious exemptions to the mandate. After eight months of negotiations, the workers in North Shore have agreed to settle the case, according to a new court filing. Under the settlement's terms, North Shore will pay $10,337,500 into a settlement fund for workers affected by 
the religious discrimination, specifically those who between July 1st of last year and January 1st of this year, asked for a religious accommodation and were denied, and either received a vaccine to avoid termination or were fired or resigned. That applies to about 473 workers, mostly nurses that fit under that category, and North Shore will also have to adjust its vaccine mandate going forward. In order to, quote, enhance its accommodation procedures for individuals with approved exemptions for sincerely held religious belief, end quote. Workers who were fired for their faith because they refused to get a vaccine due to their religious beliefs are now also eligible to reapply for reemployment. District Judge John Ness, the Trump appointee overseeing the case was asked to approve the proposed settlement. This is a victory for Liberty Council. Our friend Matt Staver leads the legal group who represented the plaintiffs according to the settlement, first of its kind in an action against a private employer who denied hundreds of religious requests. Horatio Mihet, Vice President of Legal Affairs for Liberty Council said the following, quote, the drastic policy change and substantial monetary relief required by the settlement will bring a strong measure of justice to North Shore's employees who were callously forced to choose between their conscience and their jobs. This settlement should also serve as a strong warning to employers across the nation that they cannot refuse to accommodate those with sincere religious objections to forced vaccination mandates, end quote. When the agreement is approved by the judge, affected workers could apply then for the money to come out of the $10 million plus fund. And that's the news. Our thanks to Epic Times for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have nurses and they're working hard. They're putting themselves on the line. They're in danger, endangering their own lives to care for people who are sick. Maybe the, maybe the patients have COVID. And these nurses are being punished by um, the hospital if they won't get the vaccine. They apply for religious objections, they're denied, it goes to court, and now there's a settlement. Those are the human actors in the story. Where are the non-human actors in the story? How do you discern the spirit of God in the story or the spirits of the angels or demons? The non-human actors we propose, and I wrote my PhD in dissertation on discerning of spirits, right? Can be discerned through the biblical lens of morality as it applies to the human actors. So for example, if there's a, a Christian nurse who's now being influenced to make a hard choice, do I violate my conscience? And listen, I got the vaccine, maybe you got the vaccine. But in their conscience, they're being influenced by what they perceive as the spirit of God telling them don't sin against God, don't sin against your religion, do the right thing and stand firm for your personal faith? Or do they listen to the demonic voice, which says, go ahead and sin against God. Go ahead and violate your conscience. Go ahead and do something that you're gonna regret. These nurses listen to the spirit of God and we discern upon you, mostly ladies, I assume, there's probably some men there. Thank God that you stood tall. There are federal laws to protect your religious freedom and the demonic spirit of persecution is on those who came against you and now they have to pay for their mistake. Thank God.
The Bible says this in Ephesians 6, therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, take a stand in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we pray again for religious freedom, not just for these nurses, but for all uh, healthcare workers across America, for all in the military, that religious freedom, the First Amendment, will be the law of the land, as it already is, but now it's being applied. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Vivian Childs has a book in his hand. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product for my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined at the Faith and Freedom Conference in Nashville by Vivian Childs. Minister Vivian L. Childs has written an important book, In His Hand, and her website, VivianChilds.com. Com. Welcome to the program, Vivian. How are you today? I am great, and thank you for having me today. So tell me about your book, In His Hand. Who, whose hand are we talking about? We're talking about the Lord Almighty. Amen. Jesus' name. <laughs> In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We, <laughs> we, lo- we like to talk about that. Uh, why'd you write this book? I wrote this book because our nation looked like it was crumbling. And my whole life, I want to give people hope. In fact, it says helping our people every day, if you spell it out. And this, I was talking one night, and I'm an author, I've written many books, but I thought about our country, and who does it belong to but God, and God we trust. And that's what he gave me, this vision. In his hand, and you have the Statue of Liberty on here, why? Because this is our country, this represents who we are. Yeah. And what better hand to be in than God's? 
Tell me about uh, your ministry. You're a minister, and uh, besides writing and speaking, you, you have a particular interest in what? I have a particular interest in our children because our children is under attack. I have three children, been married for 50 years to my husband, who is the pastor of our church. But we have three children, and they all have doctorates, one in medicine, one in education, and one in um, law. Public schools, we're always talking about school choice and families. But you know what? I want a child to wake up every morning, and whatever school they're attending, that is going to be their school of choice, with a smile on their face, taught in Christian schools and everything. Families are important. So we need to let a child know that mommy and daddy, and if your physical father is not there, look up, your heavenly father is always with you. And you encouraged, I'm sure it was no accident, that three of your children got doctorate degrees. How did you reinforce the value of education when you were bringing them up? We showed it to them. We showed without being educated, the world can capture you. So know the word and know what is out in the society. Because, you know, we talk all the time about we're headed toward socialism and communism, but we're headed toward crazinism without the Lord. Crazinism. So that's, that's my new word. <laughs> they got me about with that on the campaign trail, but yes. I, I think I may, I may start to use that. We've got to fight all this crazinism. There, yes. There's a woke ideology. The wokeism is, is kind of a new buzzword. Uh, what, what is socialism and, and why do you care? I care because as a former teacher, that's what we taught against. When we had civics, and I, I was a history teacher for a while, when we talked about it, we let them know why capitalism was the, why we have here in America. Socialism was something we said we would stay away from. So the very idea that we will be headed toward that knows that we are off course. We need to get back on course. We need to bring our families back. I said the worst thing happened to this country was when we closed our churches. I said we lost a lot of our youth. We lost a lot of our elders. We lost many of our churches. You're talking about recently during the COVID, COVID. scare. Yes, that was, that was horrid for what we were doing here today. And sometimes I think it was intentional because the devil I'm writing another book and it's talking about all the snakes, but we know where the snake began yeah. and who it began with. Adam and Eve, yeah. Amen. So, yeah. But, just, but don't give up on God. He won't Tell give me up about, on about your church. Your husband is a pastor and you're a minister and, and you guys stayed open during COVID or you fought? No, we, we, we stayed open, but not in the physical building. Yeah, yeah. We did Facebook Live. Okay. And so we're still we're back in the church, but we still have our Facebook live. And now, now that you're back in church, you're also live streaming. But are the people coming back to church? Not in the masses that they were. They're drilling back slowly. But now with all the people uh, fearing being shot in church. How scary is that? We had, in fact, last Sunday, one of the um, uh, women in the congregation all while my husband was preaching, I, you know, I was watching, and I could just see her jump. If, if someone moved, she jumped. And so after I said, what is wrong? She said, I'm just fearing somebody coming into the house and shooting up someone. Oh, my gosh. And I said, fear not, said the Lord. Yeah. The, there is uh, a spirit of fear that takes place yeah. with all these terrorist events. Uh, we're running short on time, but Vivian Child's book is In His Hand. You can get it at her website, Vivian Child. 
Childs.com. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Thank you. And All I'm right. going to follow you. I think what you're doing is tremendous. We'll be right back. Great. Thank you. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and standing with us as we defend religious freedom. We need your help. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Proverbs 11, the generous soul will be made rich and he who waters others will himself be watered. God will reward you, be a hose and not a bucket. Don't collect all that money, give it away to the poor as we do in Jesus name. If you need prayer, pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.